up, what's up, what's up? Oh yeah, everything is good now. Pretty much seems like it. Kinda hot. Yeah. I'm listening to the Liz Alby. I'm listening to this Liz Alby CD. Came out last year on Relative Pitch Records. And it's called Real. R-I-L-L-E. For Jeremy. This is dedicated to Jeremy. Recorded at Vival Diesel Berlin. Mixed in Berlin. Mastered by Weasel Walter. What's up, Weasel Walter? Man, cool. I got that CD in December. Weasel Walter, Jarrett Mitchell introduced me to Weasel Walter, Jarrett Mitchell, my my partner in um, consumer packaged goods. He makes the the beverage, green coffee, energy beverage, Cobra Verde. It's something called Paleo Verde. You gotta check it out. Jared is the thing. Speaking of the thing, let's hear the jingle. Hopping on sauce. It's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. The jingle is the thingle. We should get down to business, right? This is the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is John. I'm very old. I have children and a wife. And this is What's the Matter with Me. I have multiple sclerosis and that figures into it too, I guess. You'll see. Shout outs to everyone. Also, shout outs to someone or something. Someone or something downloaded all the episodes of What's the Matter with Me. No, not all of them. Just like a hundred, a hundred and eleven of them using wget. That's like a Linux command. That's that's advanced nerdy stuff. It's beyond me. I feel like like someone or something, it just says on my my thing, like, it was all downloaded by WGET. I'm like, show yourself. Show yourself. Or don't. Don't. Probably, it's probably a double-edged sword to ask the internet to show itself. You're like, do you really want to see? I got norks. I got norks. I read the wild wire cutter. I just happened to read it about accessibility. Let me get that. I read this article. It was published January 5th of this year. The headline, A One-Handed Cook's Favorite Kitchen Tools. So I was like, hmm. And written by this woman, Britt H. Young. She's a writer and PhD candidate in geography at UC Berkeley. 
so disabled writer. I'm like, cool. And a lot of subject matter here that I'm interested in, you know, I'm always thinking about being a disabled cook. This woman, Brit H. Young, was born without a hand. And so she's kind of in my boat. She's got one hand and she's a one-handed cook. I'm, I'm interested in this. The thing, I've read it and a lot of the stuff I already had, but the one thing I have been interested to learn about, one-handed utensil where I can like cut up my own piece of chicken. A one-handed, one-handed utensil where I can cut up my own piece of chicken or sausage or whatever. So she mentions this thing called a nork. And the caption on the, the image is just like this. It's a fork with kind of rounded, it looks like a fork. And it says the nork has slim knife-like edges and a little platform on the neck where your finger can rest, making it easier to cut up food on your plate with one hand. So I was like, cool, I want this. I'm tired of Nami cutting up my food. I, I don't really... I've, I don't really... Um, I stopped kind of caring about it. It's something I gave away. I was like, whatever. But I also, she has to cut up the kids' food. It's like, dude, how much food can you cut up? So I'm looking for ways to do it myself. And it helps that we've been having meatloaf and sausages easy to cut up so it's kind of like it's a fork that's thin it's not sharp the edges are pretty thin so you can you can kind of smash the hell out of things it's really it's doesn't it doesn't achieve cutting you can't cut your food up with it but if your food is like ground meat you're in business i think and if it's it depends how it's cooked and the neck is kind of thicker so you can put your index finger on it and push so they they work so i got them and it's useful and it uh, like last night we had sausages potatoes and onions that i made in the oven and they were a little bit crispy and it was no problem it cut right through them cut no problem and i used to have to get nami to cut up my sausage because I couldn't cut it with the fork and it kind of sucked I have to admit it kind of I have to sit there your wife had she has enough work dude speaking of that I had a big uh, success this week but I'll, I'll get to that let's see the Nork Brit Young 
the Nork, I also found a thing called Splays. Okay, I somehow got... I'm like, you know what? This, this article by Britt Young it has a lot of other interesting stuff like bowls with silicon feet so they don't spin around so you can whisk and stuff. I think mostly stuff I could use, but I got the Nork. And I, I got four of them on eBay for like 20 bucks or something. Or more. I don't know. It, it wasn't outrageous. They had a lot of like portable norks and all sort of. So we all know the spork, right? But then I started looking at alternative, you know, other alternative than the nork. What else is out there? And there's a thing called a splayed. And I never knew about this. Are you guys like, what are you dumb? You didn't know? No, there's other stuff. A splayed is an eating utensil combining the functions of a spoon, knife, and fork. It was created by William MacArthur in the 40s in Sydney, Australia. The splayed. S-P-L-A-Y-D. I'm sure it makes a lot of sense why it's called that, but it also doesn't really make a lot of sense, you know. So, Britt H. Young here at UC Berkeley. I wonder if um, she'll publish a book and I'll go to the bookstore and coronavirus will be over and I'll be like, hey, I liked your wire cutter blog, I guess. Another one-handed person that I've been into um is one-handed cook on Instagram. Yeah, okay, one-armed chef. So, one-armed chef, one-armed chef is this guy, Gilles Delay. And he was a photographer, writer. He is a photographer, writer, and cook. And I think he's got, um, his things about war and injury disability. Anyhow, I, th- I thought, you know, I'm all into these cooks with one hand or one arm. So, so his thing is like much more elevated. See, he's not a cook. He's a chef. His thing is more elevated, but I'd like a one underscore armed underscore chef. I've been thinking of creme de cacao, white creme de cacao um, recipe, cocktail recipes. I've been reading about spirits. I've been considering, like, I've been like, I gotta go to the store and get that creme de cacao liqueur. I've I've got like a list I'm working on of liqueurs because I got this Oxford Companion to Spirits 
and cocktails. Yeah, that's what it is. The Oxford Companion to Spirits and Cocktails. I got the new hardcover. It came out in November. And David Wondrich and Noah Rothbaum are the authors. And these people, like, collect postcards from bars since 1890. They're they're just wild. Uh, it's Oxford so it's like a dictionary it's all in order and you're reading about like falernum and then it's like used in this cocktail and then you go to this letter it's a dictionary so I read it after dinner and I get very stimulated very stimulating reading one handed cooks one handed chef Blade, Norks, but the other thing is HoppinHotSauce.com is all down. If you go to HoppinHotSauce.com, it redirects you to HoppinHotSauce Amazon page where you can buy extra hot, and HoppinHotSauce is closed, and my wife, I've, I've taken away the drudgery of having to fill orders at night when she's tired, but I had to get the copyright, word mark copyright to hop into hot sauce in order to sell on Amazon. So there was like significant hoops to jump through. I had to be a lawyer again. I always get nervous when I'm impersonating a lawyer, but it's the best thing to do if you can do it right. Lawyers cost so much. So if you can just kind of do their job for them, you don't have to pay them if you can do it and that's the cool thing about being a lawyer most times if you can do it on your own and you don't need a lawyer you don't have to get one it sure helps but sometimes when it's just like filling out forms and stuff like that even though you can't really understand what they're saying they thinking about lawyers they all speak a different language using nork is kind of like mashing up your food but sometimes the fork goes through the food and then it's more like you're cutting your food right sometimes it's like mashing and tearing and grinding or other times it's like cutting. Like the one time I ordered kebabs and they were like really not tender. You know, it's something you could definitely cut up or eat from a steak, no problem. But they were not very tender. And I cooked steak and it was a lot more tender than that and and I cut it up. You know, I just got a piece of steak and then cut it up. Oh dear. Good golly. So sometimes it's like mashing and other times it's like cutting. Nork. Hoppinhotsauce.com is down. There's only um, the Amazon store. I feel like pretty nervous about that. I don't think it's quite right from an internet perspective. I think 
I'm supposed to somehow keep the link equity or whatever, but if anyone uh, is a super genius, just write me an email and tell me what I should have done. Love those should have done emails. I've often said uh, early to bed, early to rise, and the first thing you do is you read an email about what you should have done. Make your healthy, wealthy, and wise. So I read this Oxford companion to spirits and cocktails. It's like a dictionary. There's just entries about spirits and cocktails like the one about Henry Henry's Bar. Henry's Bar was a bar in Paris and uh, the expatriate Americans and British people would go to in the 20s. Then it's linked to like drinks that were made there and other. And Henry was Henry. What was his name? Henry Pave. It had two accents in the. There was a misprint in the cocktail book. Who knew? Maybe you know things are a little loose in the cocktail book. And it got me wanting to buy white creme de cacao to make a grasshopper, a bright green. I need to buy creme de cacao and creme de menthe just to make a grasshopper. And it's disgusting looking. It's bright green sludge grasshopper. This is the kind of thing that I do after dinner now with this Oxford Companion. It's a true companion. It's What's the Matter With Me podcast. What are we having for dinner tonight? We're going to have meatloaf, meatloaf pasta, you know, with leftover meatloaf. I probably will use a regular fork because it's meatloaf, you know. I don't need a, I don't need the power of a nork. But I recommend Norks for um, trying to eat steak and chicken and other stuff that's hard to cut up with one hand, man. All one-handed listeners. I wonder how many one-handed listeners I have. I know that that I've, I've met one-handed people that listen to my podcast. Other than... And I never have met Brit H. Young, although I guess I'll stay after the the thing and be like, I, I like the North. Try not to appear creepy. But I am that kind of guy. Like, I'll stay after the jazz concert just to talk to the saxophone player. I'll be like, hold on, hold on, I gotta talk to him. And I'll just be like, I enjoyed this show. It was really good. That's that's a trait that I have. What's the matter with me podcast? Thank you for tuning in. Send me an email. I'll give you a shout out. John at hoppinworld.com. What's the matter with me? What's the matter with me?